again, I think it's all about honesty. You know, if uh, if you can get an honest emotion, if you can capture that, I think that that's something different. You know, that's uh, I, I want I want it to be pure, and this is pure. This is this is pain. It's painful. I this photography podcast is brought to you by Frames, quarterly printed photography magazine. Here is your today's host, W. Scott Olsen, with another fascinating conversation. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another podcast from Frames Magazine. My name is Scott Olson, and today we are talking with Jens Matthiessen. Jens is a portrait artist, and as we are recording this, Volume 5 of Frames Magazine is beginning to appear in people's mailboxes. You've all seen the cover online. A great many of you have held the issue in your hand, and so you know Jens' work. There is that beautiful portrait on the cover. There is some stunning work on the inside, and by the time this podcast airs, everybody should have received their magazine, and those that are not subscribers will be running to join up, because this is really, really engaging and evocative and moody and wonderful work. Jens, how are you today? What's going on over in Sweden? Well, nothing much. Winter is coming, and, and I'm doing fine. It's getting a bit cold, and so we, we are staying inside at the moment. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's good. It's fine. It's, uh, it's oh. expected. A, a Scandinavian winter is a beautiful thing, and, and I, I'm a little bit jealous that I'm not over there to share it with you. But y- you have the cover of Frames Magazine. You are doing portraiture in a way that is instantly recognizable. But you say in the magazine that you are not a photographer by profession. When you and I have been talking, you, you've described yourself as an amateur. Tell me how you got into photography. We're going to get to portraiture in a minute, but tell me how you even first picked up a camera and said, this is something you want to chase? Well, that was actually back in 2010, I think. I was doing some work in Spain for a refinery. So uh, I saw this online movie with, uh, online course with Carl Taylor, his name is, and he, mm-hmm. he was practicing, you know, he was teaching photography for amateurs. And uh, so I, I looked at that and I became interested in in. in photography so I, I went and bought a, a, a DSLR and uh, a lens to go with that and uh, started shooting away and you know in the beginning it was on you know I, I, I shot everything <laughs> I, I thought I was you know going to be a, a good nature photographer so I, I, I bought a wide angle lens and uh, started shooting everything with landscapes and seascapes and, and stuff like that but it's not where I, I am now. You know, I still shoot uh, some landscapes and uh, and also long expo- exposures and stuff like that. But uh, now it's more 99% is portraiture. It, it is. And it's funny to look at your Instagram page. You scroll through portrait and portrait and portrait. And lo and behold, uh, suddenly there's a landscape shot sitting in the middle of it. And then, then more portraits and stuff. Wh- what about the early portraits spoke to you? I actually started shooting portraits three years ago, more or less. Okay. Yeah. Before that, I, you know, I wasn't even interested in that. I also felt a bit tired with photography in 2015, more or less. Uh, it's, I, I, I've, I had all these lenses and camera bodies and I, you know, shot everything and I, I didn't feel I was developing anything. You know, I, I was, you know, sh- just shooting. I could have more or less used a, you know, point and shoot camera instead of DSLRs. 
I was getting a bit fed up with 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 uh, photography, and so I so I more or less quit. But in 2017, I I, uh, I bought a new camera, and I've been glancing at the you know Fujifilm uh, XT1 for a long time. I think that came out in 2012 or 13 or something like that. And I really, really wanted that. So I, I bought that uh, X-T2 instead and uh, I bought a 23 millimeter lens. And uh, I, I decided that I would only shoot with this setup for, for six months and nothing else. So I did that. And I practiced with, with that focal length. When six months had passed, I, I, I bought another lens and I, I said to myself, okay, now it's this lens, uh, 50 to 140 millimeter. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot with this for six months. So I did that. And then I bought a 56 millimeter lens and uh, started shooting portraits. <laughs> and and that's, that's, that's actually the, the story. That's, that's how I came into portraits because that's equivalent of 85 millimeters. So right. uh, on a full frame. So, uh, and I more or less fell in love with, with portraits. Well, th- there's a couple things in what you just said that I want to go back to. First of all, the disillusionment um, when you were, you know, you felt like you weren't developing at all. Was it a matter of composition? Was it just that landscape and travel work was not speaking to, you know, your heart and soul? Or what What was the cause of the stepping away? Uh, well, it was, you know, I saw all these images being produced and I, and I you know, all these magic images that actually exist, and I, I had set my target to to be able to produce them, but you know I couldn't. You know I bought filters, nothing happened. You know, it, it was all about the techniques. You know, it was uh-huh. all technical stuff, and you know that's pretty much. I, I think that's why I you know fell out of love with photography for a while. You know, it was too technical, way too technical, and expensive. Yeah, yeah, very much so. I I am jealous and I admire the discipline, the, the almost sort of, you know, Zen approach then when you got back into it to say one lens for six months. Yes. Is, is, is that, you know, just sort of, you know, the, the style of your living or, or was there a reason to sort of dedicate yourself for such a period of time to such a focused approach? No, it was, it was to limit myself, but also by doing so, uh, actually... You start, you think more creative, you know, creative uh, around photography, you know, you know, start to uh, crack some codes, more or less, you know, can I Uh I make portraits with this lens? Yes, I could, you know, and can I shoot landscapes? Yes, I could. And, you know, looking at the possibilities of, of just having one fixed lens, you know, you have to zoom with your feet. And that's that. Ken Rockwell says that a lot. You know, right. you, you right. don't need all that stuff. You know, you you need you need one lens and learn that lens more or less. And uh, so that's uh, that was my aim actually. You know, and uh, because I did the mistake before, I bought wide angle lenses. I, you know, I bought so many lenses, and you know, I I didn't know how to work one of them. So mm-hmm. it's so mm-hmm. by buying just one, it was a limitation, but also an opportunity to, to, uh, to develop, you know, I, I think I develop more by just you know, being limited, you know, because I have to. 
Oh, ab- absolutely. And to rebuild the kit one lens at a time, but six months at a time, uh, is you know really a stroke of genius. So many photographers talk about um, really knowing your gear. That doesn't mean have a lot of it, but you know not being unfamiliar with its whole range. So it becomes intuitive. It becomes you know almost natural to to go shooting. But Tell me about the first couple of portraits in there. Tell me about beginning to work with the, the, these evocative and moody headshots. Well, in the beginning, it was uh, was actually it was actually when I bought the fifty to one hundred and forty lens. That's that's when I started. You know, oh, this is a great lens for for portraits. I think you know. So I looked it up and I saw all other images. You know, of of people taking portraits with with this lens. So I mm-hmm. I, I had an old flash and I bought an umbrella and. Uh, tripod for that so i started to set that up and set the it was a it was a flash from another brand so i have to i had to trigger the 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 flash manually so i i, I did it step by step taking portraits and in the beginning i look back at my images i, I save my images on instagram i keep them there to remind uh-huh. me what it looked like <laughs> in the beginning you know it, because it's been a it's been a learning curve of course and uh and I, you know, I didn't have backdrops, so I produced my own backdrops. Uh, I became more and more interested in in in, in portraits uh, with that lens, so to speak. And uh, I, I didn't know I was en- going to end up where I am now. I, I, that I can tell you. I just wanted okay. to learn learn more. I wanted to take more portraits, and by doing so, by taking more portraits, you 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 sort of get your get an idea of uh, of what you want and also then you actually look at other people's work and uh, you say I, I think i could do that i want to try to do that and uh, even though i don't have the backdrops i, I you know I, I practiced anyways and i've been very lucky because my family it's it's more or less only my family in the images you know it's uh, it's <laughs> and 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 they are quite fed up with me when i you know can we make this portrait and you know but I, but they 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 still they still help me so I, they are a huge contribution to my uh, to my developing and and becoming where i am today I, I can imagine the conversation around the dinner table when you say it's time to take more pictures and they all look at you like, okay, this is number 17,205. Exactly. Um. <laughs> but in the beginning, you know, it was only natural lights. And uh, I, I did, you know, Thomas, is, uh, he's been very kind to me. I'm, I'm super mm-hmm. thankful for him. You know, uh, he's been helping me a lot, actually, because he, ha- he, have this, he has this other magazine, For You Love. And he actually gave me the cover and, and uh, in that too. And by then, it was only natural light. Uh, so I've been adding more studio through the years, so to speak. And, and now it's more or less only studio, but I still come back to natural light as well. But I, but I wanted to learn more about light. And, and th- that is where I, I really want to go here. A lovely transition, because if, if there is a definitive element to your style, if there's something that leaps off the page and says, you know, this is one of Jens's uh, portraits, it is the use of light. So th- let's let's take a moment. Those of you that are listening, we're now going to jump over to the magazine. So if you've got a copy, dig it out and, and, and open it up. Let, let's talk about the first image, uh, not the cover, but the first image on the inside. You know, it's, it's untitled. Beautiful picture of, of a young woman. You've got Rembrandt lighting going on there, but you've got a real 
shallow depth of field, beautiful focus on the face. T tell me the story of this image, you know, from beginning, middle, end, shooting it, processing it, lights, the whole bit. Uh, now I have to actually look up which is the first uh, image. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's, uh, I don't have the copy yet myself, so it's it ha I haven't received it yet. So it's. Uh... Well, this this is a young woman looking right at the camera. She's got white shoulder straps of some kind of a uh, top. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think the flash triggered. This is also how I began, you know, in the, in the beginning of, of, of shooting because it was too technical for me. I, I know technical stuff. I can I can read manuals and, you know, things like that. But it was... I didn't want to be limited by technology, more or less. So I, I, I only have the model light, I think. I think I've written that as well. Uh, I, I'm assuming it's that image. You, you, you say here in the magazine, you say, I think the technical side of it was holding me back. Settings, power, distance, time, and all other aspects of it were too complicated, so I tried something different. Instead of using the actual flash, I decided to take the photo with just the model light switched on. And then you say, because of the way the light washed over the face, it made the subject look ethereal, appearing out of the shadows, and it was just beautiful, which it is. Yes. Um, is there a mood you're going for? Yes, it is. It, always. Now, nowadays, it's always a mood. And also the look on our face. You know, it's, mm -hmm. uh, we, we, we take a bunch of photos, uh, but I often tell her to close her eyes, you know, and uh, think of something and... Uh, and she opens them up and we take the image. But using the model light only, you know, and also underexposing the image makes for, for very good lights, in my opinion. That's, uh, that's uh, one of my things that I do uh, frequently. Well, t tell me about the underexposing, because I mean, your images are dark, but I don't mean in terms of mood. They, they are ethereal, they're beautiful, but they, they are on the underexposed side. Why yes. is that? It's one through 125 seconds of, uh, of uh, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the, the speed, actually. It's what mm -hmm. I feel comfortable with hand-holding. And also, it's a setting that I use pretty much all the time. And I can hand-hold my camera, and I can use flashes, and I can use lights, whatever lights I want. And I can underexpose. And doing so, it's, the image becomes darker, and there's a dark element to the image that I like. And I just, you know, pop the exposure a bit, and, uh, and this is the result. I don't, I don't think it's the right way. People would say, you know, people that are exposure, you know, that love properly exposed images would, would not like this. But, I, but I, I sort of like the approach because if I, if I would have, you know, triggered the flash and get the, get the right exposure, I wouldn't get the feeling that I wanted. And also I was shooting at F 2.0 in this image. And, okay. uh, and if it was very shallow and mm -hmm. that also helps with the, with the mood of the image, because uh, everything that's dark is not is not in focus. It's it's only only what I want in focus. With, with the with the darkness and and the shallow depth of field, it really does seem as if all of your images are almost three D. I mean, the, the, the people are coming out of the picture. It, the, there's there's a real presence to them. 
The second picture that you have in the magazine, the one that you call Smile, you you say that a a true emotion has to come naturally, and and you couldn't translate what you were aiming for uh, to the the woman that you were taking the picture of. And so, you know, you would tell, you you would joke and you would, you know, have a conversation and suddenly this look would appear. Tell, I mean, again, with this image specifically, if you could, tell me how this one came to be and tell me the lighting setup for this one. Single light, very easy. And, and you know, I've I've just recently only starting to use started to use dual light, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm thinking contemplating of using a third light now. So it's a that's that's pretty much <laughs> our goal. You know, not to overcomplicate things. You know, I I, I try to make it as easy as possible, and uh, probably my work in the future for, for the for the following months is going to be three light setup. You know, just just to try it out. You know, and and learn. And mm-hmm. I'm still learning. It's I, I I'm I'm still learning. I lo- I love this image. Tell me so. Tell me the story. Yeah, this is also a family member. It's uh, it's one of my wife's daughters. Many times when we take pictures, me and her, we don't always get uh, a look that I specifically want. Uh, but sometimes we do. And uh, when we get comfortable with each other, we have a great time. And this was uh, one of those uh, occasions where we, uh, we actually had a great time with the camera and, and taking pictures. And I got that smile. It's an honest smile. It's, it's her smiling, you know, mm-hmm. in, in a beautiful way. And... Uh, that's also a thing I think, uh, you know, I want the honesty, you know, I can ask someone to smile and you get a smile, but it's not from within, you know, but if we joke about something, me and her, and we, we get this, you know, connection in, in, in the, in the home studio and, and she smiles, it's a, it's a real smile. And I got that. And, uh, I love that image just because of that. It's, it's because it's honest, you know, it's, it's not a made up smile. It is honest, and, and, and because of it, it's one of these images that you can stare at forever, trying to imagine um, all the nuances of the emotion there. But y- you said something. You said you, you weren't getting the smile you wanted. How intentional are you at the beginning of a shoot in terms of what you want from the shoot? Well, I, I can say it at home. Okay, I, I sit at home, and I, I'm starting to think about photography, and I want to take images, and I was, I'm, I'm thinking... Who's home? You know, who, mm-hmm. who can I grab for this? And and I get an idea, but in the end of the day, I I, I want to play with lights. You know, I want I want the lights, and I I think Nico, she, she's beautiful. You know, she's she has a lovely face and a lovely smile, and uh, I love to practice the 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 craft, so to speak. I, I, mm-hmm. I want to take pictures. So, so I, you know, ask her, can we take a picture? And she, she's probably just says no to begin with. And I have to convince <laughs> her that it's going to be fun and all these things. And, uh, and, uh, and eventually she says yes. And then we, we start to shoot and, uh, I want to practice, you know, uh, you know, ma- giving instructions, and, and trying different poses and hand poses to begin with, maybe, and uh, and then we we can talk about everything, and then we can start joking, and all of a sudden, everyone is both of us are very comfortable, you know, and uh, it's it's a it's a nice setting, and all of a sudden there it is, you know, the there smile. it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's take just a quick break. We hope very much that you are enjoying today's episode. 
The very fact that you are listening to this podcast suggests that photography means a lot to you. And if that's the case, you might want to have a look at Frames, quarterly printed photography magazine. We truly believe that excellent photography belongs on paper. Visit readframes.com to find out more about our publication. And now, back to today's conversation. The, the, Im- the image you call close your eyes, what you say is an image taken between shots. Yes. Clearly, the, the, the model in, in this one you know, is not looking straight down the lens, um, but how accidental is this? I mean, and, and you know, for those of you that are listening, this is a picture, very dark in terms of exposure, but uh, the model is looking down and slightly away. There's a, a lot of black area in, in the image, but the cheekbones and the nose and the mouth are just absolutely sharp. And so it's, you know, I've used the term before, but it, it is a moody, wonderful, wonderful piece. So... Tell me about this one. Well, as I said before, you know, normally I I ask them to close their eyes, you know, before we take the picture and I count to three, you know, reset them more or less. So close your eyes and I count three, two, one, open your eyes and we take the image. This is is between that, you know, this is three, two click and I take the picture before, you know, he opens Ah, Okay. Okay. And he had such a nice pose, you know, when he was closing his eyes, you know, and uh, so so I I just took the image. And so it is not 100% accidental, but it's uh, it's um, it's in between the shots. We we made a bunch of shots. It's it's a it's a friend of mine, his his son. And Mm -hmm. I took images of the entire family that day. So it was one of those shots, but it's one of my absolute favorites. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm getting this theme here of the ways that you're approaching honesty with the people that you're photographing, you know, whether it's through joking or whether it's through an, you know, an unexpected moment of releasing the fresh, trying to get something other than the, the staged moment. But, port- but portraits are intentional. Um, you know, you've got one, two, three or, you know, 700 lights. They are, you know, um, artifacts of craft. So how, how do you get that spontaneous spirit, you know, just in your imagination when you've got so much technical going on? Well, I think it's all about being comfortable, actually. Everyone should, should feel comfortable. Talking about this image, it's, it's, it's a family that I know and they know me and I joke a lot. It's uh, not always funny, but, you know, I joke. <laughs> so it's... Uh, this is more or less, you know, making everyone feel comfortable with with me being there with the with the camera and the and the flashes and it was only one light this image as well, but you know, a backdrop and because it becomes a thing and people get nervous and uh, you need to break the ice, I think, you know, uh, don't be nervous. Mm-hmm. Uh, my the other girl that I'm taking images of. Uh, the one on the cover, right. she's, she's, she's quite comfortable now. She has no problems at all. So, so most of the time I get what I want there, but new people, new faces, that's, that's always difficult. And, and I, you know, I try to joke, joke a lot, you know, trying to be funny just to yep. Uh, yep. You know, make everyone relax. And uh, it seems to work. That that is a great segue in, into the next two that I want to talk about, and you know w- the first being uh, your friend who is working on his car. You know, yes. at, at at one level, this seems like a very spontaneous you know image. You, you knew he had to get going and stuff, 
But you also say in the write-up that, you know, you dug out a strobe and you had a problem with the power cord. So it, it wasn't just a point-and-shoot quickie. How do you grab somebody in the middle of their working day or the other projects and say, excuse me while I set up a studio here? Uh, well, yeah, exactly. No, but it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's not a, an official workshop, so to speak. So it's, uh, you know, it was a, a Sunday, I think, uh, and he's a good friend of mine. It's a, he's a very good friend of mine. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, he, if I call him and ask for an image, he, he'll give you, he, he'll, he'll give me an image, no problem oh, okay. whatsoever. So, but because he was a bit dirty in his face, and and uh, you know he had those clothes on, he more or less looked like a charcoal worker. You know, as well. <laughs> Do, do, do you have any academic or, or formal training in posing people or in portrait photography? Because no. Okay. I mean, I'm looking at this shot and even just the slope of his shoulders, the way you've got his hair lit, you know, versus his cheekbones and his nose. I mean, this is all brilliant stuff. So trial and error. How did, how did you come to your photographic voice? 10,000 hours, I would say, uh, you know, that's, that's what I named the feature. Yeah. It's yeah. 10,000 hours of light. I think doing it a lot, a lot, a lot, doing it many, 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 many times and, and trial and error, trial and error. You know, I mentioned Carl Taylor and, uh, that, uh, that course, uh, that was the first step, you know, and I, in the beginning, I, everything was manual. I was a manual freak. Everything had to be manual. I couldn't take a picture if it was uh, out of focus. Now it's it's a different story. But and the same thing with with uh, with posing. And uh, and he was sitting on the hood of no, he was leaning towards the hood of the car. You know, I I I really don't know. Actually, it's 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 the thing. I've I've I'm I'm self taught in everything more or less. Of course, I watch YouTube as well. You know, for for stuff. It's not you know I'm not you know totally cut off from the world. I, I watch stuff as well, and I I try to take it in. But even if I look at something, I I'm thinking I I would do that differently, and I and I try something different, and sometimes it works, and. Well, sometimes it doesn't, but most of the time I think now it's, it's working. What I, what I want is what I, I'm, I'm getting more or less what I want anyways. It's, uh, but as I said, I try not to complicate stuff. I try to make it as easy as possible, but, but, you know, I think you could see in his face that he was a bit, you know, he was a bit frustrated with the car, you know, you can see that. <laughs> With, with the car, not the photographer, right? No, well, yeah, I don't know. It could have been. It could have been me. Actually. So it's, uh, I couldn't swear. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me one more from the magazine. Well, no, actually two more. The, the young woman whose face is on the cover and the, the photograph on the inside called Tull or Tool. Beautiful, beautiful image. T- tell me what's going on there because I, I, this is a shot I wish I could recreate. It's just stunning. Well, this well, I had this 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 fabric. Uh, it's uh, it's it's called tulle in Swedish, and you know it's just it's just beautiful. You know, you, you make ballet dresses out of it. You know, that's that's the kind of fabric it is. And I have I bought this piece of uh, fabric, you know, some time back, and I've used it in some images before. But I wanted it to you know, I wanted it to you know. Uh, 
blend into the background, you know, so she would, you know, more or less appear out of a cloudy thing, more or less. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also uh, her sister was actually helping me. She was assisting me for this image, uh, holding the holding the fabric, you know, in a certain way. And I had two light, uh, two light sets up for this. Uh, I had a fill light from her, from her left, and uh, a normal, you know, big softbox to her right. We we tried different uh, different uh, poses with this, and uh, because I think it's almost like she's uh, arising from it. You know, she's 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 stepping up through it or or something like that and uh and i the background is more or less the same color so we could make it make it work more or less and also i was tilting it's actually tilted a bit and i've straightened it i i tilted it because you can see where the focus is actually uh you can see the focal plane so to speak uh, in the image and you can see that I've I've tilted it a bit and straightened it uh, afterwards. You can, if you look at where the focus is on on the on the fabric, you you could see that. Oh, I guess yes, you can. For for this shot, how many how many didn't make the final cut? I mean, are are, are there seventy five images, and this is the best one of them? Are there five? Uh, well, I would say twenty, maybe. But there are still good ones. But they, this was the best one. This uh, we, we have it with a with a cloth uh, or, or the fabric in different positions, and uh, we, we we had a good time when we did this. Actually, we, it was great fun. Oh, I, I can I can imagine the 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 next one in the magazine and in the last one before we switch over is unlike the others in that it's black and white. And it's 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 got a little bit of a painful edge to it, and going for a very different emotion here. So I mean, it's called migraine, and and you're you know. So I'm going to assume that the woman in the shot is experiencing a migraine. But where yes. did even the idea of this one come from, and and how did you convince somebody with a migraine to sit for a portrait? Um, <laughs> well, it's. Uh... <laughs> It's my wife, so okay. it's, uh, thankfully it's my wife. I wouldn't ask anyone else, uh, of course. And, and even even now, I'm thinking, why why did I take that shot? But, uh, <laughs> uh, again, I think it's all about honesty. You know, if uh, if you can get an honest emotion, if you can capture that, I think that that's something different. You know, that's uh, I, I want I want it to be pure, and this is pure. This is this is pain. It is painful. I have migraine myself, so from time to time. So it's uh, I know what it feels like. And uh, she just had this attack, this attack that day. And I asked her, "Can I please take an image, please, please, please?" And she said yes. And it took literally, you know, twenty five seconds or something like that. We we took like eight images in slightly different poses. It was a very, very quick shoot. And then she ran off to bed, you know, and uh, in a dark room. So it was just a, a, a pure, pure moment. And uh, I love it. You know, I, yeah. I love that image. I think uh, it's, it strikes a chord at me as well, uh, for, for me as well, because I know what it feels like, exactly what it feels like. Yeah. Well, it, 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 it is a, a very, I mean, what you've captured in her face and in her eyes expresses, you know, the, the deep pain of, of a migraine really, really well. And, and we, we shouldn't pass up the very next picture is also her and in a completely different uh, situation. And I, I love the line in your writing that, that you say, uh, the smile comes from our three-year-old daughter who is, you know, not even in the frame. 
your, your, your family clearly loves your work and you clearly love your family uh, fr- from the work here. There are lots of people, other people on your Instagram page and everybody, the, the Instagram is uh, J-E-N-S underline M underline photo, uh, Jens M photo. And it's hundreds of pictures here, just beautiful, all sorts of styles and, and, and moods. But as, as I said before, you know, you're scrolling along and all of a sudden there is a landscape picture or there's a horse or there's clearly, you know, an, an outdoor setting of, of some sort. So you're not just limiting yourself to portraits these days. Tell me what else is calling your artistic attention. Long exposures. I love okay. long exposures. It's, uh, it's lovely, especially with the light trails. Uh, I love them. I've, I've done a few, which I'm... Um, going to print. I haven't printed them yet, but I'm going to print them and put them on the wall and give to some of my friends. It's just, uh, it's just, you know, standing there in the middle of the winter, it's ice cold on a bridge, you know, looking at cars for eight minutes and, you know, having an exposure going and, uh, and you get a nice result. Uh, I love it. You know, it's, uh, and I think long exposures are more or less magical. You know, I, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> well, just photography, but you know, but I love them. I, I think it's, yeah. it's quite fun. And you know, I also I use a I use an ND filter for for long exposures in nighttime, so I can. I experiment a lot with with long exposures. I haven't uploaded everything I have, but you know, I wanted my Instagram page to be more portraits. I have another account for fishing, for example, but this is for <laughs> for for photography and portraits is more or less what I do. So it's uh, but long exposures. I love long exposures. It's uh, it's quite fun. Well, if you're doing the long exposure bit, clearly that that's working in this the same theme of light and shadow that you've got all over your your portraits as well. So, talk to me just philosophically a little bit here. What is it about light in your imagination that is so evocative and revealing? Oh, it's everything with light. Uh, light is light is everything. It's it is everything. I, you know, I walk the streets in, in Gothenburg, for example, uh, where I grew up and uh, in, in certain times of the day, I see lights everywhere. And I think light is just beautiful, you know, it's, uh, and, and when it's on a face, you know, if you can, if you can get lovely soft light on a face, it's, uh, it gives the person character, you know, it's uh, in, in the right light, you know, everyone is beautiful. I think mm-hmm. so, yep. uh, th- that's light for me. And, uh, and also, you know, it's everything you see is light, you know, uh, everything I see is light. Uh, so, uh, light and lines more or less. It's, it's, that's, that's pretty much what I, you know, I live for that more or less. Uh, it's, it's the beauty of it. And there are so many different types of light as well. It's harsh lights and harsh light is also beautiful in certain occasions. And, uh, but soft light is, is it's what I love the most. It's uh, evening light. It's, it's gorgeous. It is indeed. And, and you have figured out a way to, to use light to make all of your subjects emergent. I mean, they, 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 there is a motion to your pictures where these people are coming out of the background or, or somehow um, contextualized you know, by the light that's falling on them. It's, it's really, really, really uh, beautiful work. Tell me what's up next. What, what, what are your next couple of shoots going to be? Well, I, I actually have this project. It's uh, it's, it's uh, one of my long long running projects uh, that I'm going to try to more or less complete. It's uh, it has to do with uh, with uh, how we 
look upon each other more or less you know we, you you're we can be very judgmental towards each other uh, humans more or less and i want to you know break a, a sort of barrier with that uh, you know so how how are you going to do that well, people are molded the way they are for a reason, I guess. You know, you, I'll make an example. If if a person, you know, uh, get diagnosed with diabetes or, or something like that, and they become a bit bitter, and you know, it it, it looks on you can see it that you know they are a bit bitter, and you know, you you take different types of. Uh, illnesses or, or history or, you know, we're molded by, by our history more or less. And, uh, and you make a beautiful portrait of that person, not being angry or bitter, but you know, you make a beautiful portrait and then you, uh, you list all these, uh, different, uh, illnesses or, or, history oh or okay. and, and, and you get, you get all these, uh, you get this pamphlet or whatever, you know, with all these, uh, things and, and these beautiful portraits of all these people, and uh, you you couldn't say who's who's got what. And uh, I don't know if it makes sense, but it's uh, it's to uh, you know start looking o- on each other in 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 different ways. I think you, you know accept that people have a history, you know, and uh, that's why they are like they are. Or, I and- think that that is going to be a remarkable project because because clearly, you know, dealing with your family, dealing with your friends, th- these images are all acts of love at one level. And this project seems to come out of that same sensibility that, you know, look at these beautiful people who've got troubling, uh, troubling stories that they're carrying yes. along as well. I can have an, uh, another example. I have a friend. He's he got a heart attack when he was quite young. You know, he's only four, 40 years or something like that. But you couldn't tell impossible to tell you know you can't look at him and say this person had a heart attack it's impossible but he has that with him you know forever you know and make a beautiful portrait out of that and of, of him and but that's why you need to have a lot of different things you know you you can't only have one because then okay this person has had that you have to right. have like 50 people and and 60 different uh, diseases, so you can't pinpoint anyone. You know, it has to be some sort of uh, you know secrecy about it. You know, uh, a sober alcoholist, for example, you couldn't tell. Impossible to tell. Can't, beautiful, anyways, but you know, he's that person has dealt with 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 life. You know, and uh, I want to I want to image that. Yeah, I want to make images out of that. You know, and I've started. Uh, I've started. So it's uh, that's that's pretty much what's gonna take my time i think and then it's going to be three light setup portraits getting back to the technical stuff i mean but this this series of of portraits is going to be really compelling and troubling in the best sense of the word to look at um i, I think you're, you're really gonna pull an awful lot from your viewers emotions and souls as they're looking at this stuff so i can't i can't wait Thank you, sir. This has been really, really interesting. And again, I'm absolutely in love with the portraits. You've you've managed to find a voice and a style there that I really admire. Well, thank you very much. I'm happy. You, I'm happy you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Frames, because excellent photography belongs on paper. Visit us at www.readframes.com.